0: Hi. Right. Then, Matlock, you can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now. Toy bean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on. Mr. Matlock. Oh, your honor, come on. Mr. Matlock. Oh, your honor. <laughs> Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock.
1: Wait a minute!
0: Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, the only in-depth, deep dive analysis to the hit '80s TV show Matlock, starring Andy Griffith. I'm your host, Joe Vargo, and with me is my co-host,
1: Tony Grunwald. Oh, hi! I didn't even see you guys come in. Thanks for joining
0: us. <laughs> you snuck up on us.
1: You snuck up on us. We were just sitting here recording a podcast. You guys walked right in. Yeah. Join us. Let's talk about Matlock.
0: Pull up a chair. Pull up a rocking not that chair. One, not
1: that one. Not oh that yeah. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, that <laughs> one we're loaning from the the Cracker Barrel, um, and it's one thousand dollars. So we. You ever, yeah, oh, man? A... How many? How many? How many times have I splurged on a every road trip I go on? I I spend a thousand dollars on a rocking chair at the Cracker Barrel.
1: <laughs> They're so hard to to move around too. Like they don't fit in cars very easily. No,
0: I have to put it on the roof rack. Right. Um, Grant
1: from Beverly Hillbilly style. And it just
0: oh. ro- it rocks right off my roof.
1: How does it, how does it, how's, what's the action on it though? Like what's it feel like when you're in it? Like,
0: Oh, so I, the, the way that my body is made, uh, is that I have very heavy thighs and knees. Uh, so I rock myself right off the chair every single time. and It's, it's got too much of a, a good rocking motion. So my power. Yeah, yeah, like power, power, too much and power. I've, yeah. Really messed up my knees again. Man.
1: That's, a, I mean, well, that's a grand. That's a grand. That's what a rock, <laughs> that's what a thousand dollar rocking chair will get right. you. Right.
0: It's almost, it performs too well.
1: Uh, maybe I could sit in it next time I'm over at your place. No,
0: no. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
0: no.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Unlocking Matlock. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. I do want to preemptively ask anybody who's here mis- by mistake, mm. you can go ahead and click out. I got, Joe, I got a bad, I got a phone call about the show. Uh, I should not have put my number on the download link. Uh, oh. Call. Uh, this is not, people were confused. I think it's just because I talk too fast or I mumble. I'm not sure. I'm a mumbler. That uh, somebody downloaded this episode thinking it was, uh, instead of unlocking Matlock, they thought it was uh, Improving bedrock, which of course is ah. the improv comedy show about the Flintstones. <laughs> right. uh, um so they were upset oh they
0: yeah that would be different
1: yeah yeah have you yeah. heard have you heard that show
0: i've oh are you kidding? I, kidding I i i put it on every night before i go to bed
1: those guys are so funny guys and gals yeah. sorry yeah they're so right fun. yeah it's so tight it's so tight like those guys they gel so well together mm-hmm. uh, and the way down. that
0: they edit scenes where they're like you know in their little cars with their with their feet and everything <laughs> it's great
1: it's so funny it's so good have you they do although they do, i heard
0: that one of i heard that fred is a teacher um and has been uh seducing um a lot of the uh other flintstone students
1: you hate to see it you hate to see yeah. it because they're so they do such good work and to have it uh marred by such unnecessary uh poor judgment you know mm-hmm it's 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 terrible that's
0: just that's improv right i know
1: it's not (laughs) if you're not miserable that ain't working (laughs) um did you have you ever seen that sketch they do uh where it's just flintstone and they all they it's like but it's like seinfeld only they substitute characters for flintstone it doesn't quite add up but you got. are you kidding
0: of course i've seen that I, I don't know. I think it makes perfect sense. It doesn't get complicated at all. And then I love when they, they take it even further. And it's, yeah, it, so it's Winfield.
1: <laughs> Today's episode is, uh, it was a good one. This is a good one. You guys have tuned in on a great, on a great time. Uh, this is the only time the show broadcasts, and I'm so glad that you guys tuned in on the exact time that it is, uh, guys, today's episode is called the cop. Mm-hmm. You know what it's about? A police officer.
0: That's right. Oh. It's about our boys in blue. And it's, it's about, uh, those public servants that we all love who are here to protect and serve. Um, and this show is a real send up to, to the, the hardworking men and women uh, of the police units.
1: As always, we always try to, uh, prepare for you guys as as much as possible um, to let you guys know what you're getting into when you listen to the show. We sit down and we spend hours working on Wikipedia entries for each episode so that prior to the show, you can log in and read it. It was a little difficult, of course, this week because, as you know, Joe, we were uh, suspended. Our regular account got suspended. Yes. uh, Because we were apparently we were modifying our entries too much. We were changing things too much.
0: Yeah, which is
1: and so um, they found it suspicious oh so ex- excuse
0: it. me for being a perfectionist you know right. excuse me for trying to put the best content on your website possible you know part oh part of me wikipedia uh mr wikipedia uh for um perfecting a masterpiece which, right. which is you know I, I would call i was calling you in the middle of the night saying you know we did this all right we got to start over um
1: right burning the candles on both ends, yeah. uh, which is a phrase I think applies to this. Uh, we uh, we wanted to make a good... Plus, you know how paranoid I am about losing my data, which has happened to me a number of times. So like... Yeah, you've you,
0: had your data robbed. You've had your data up, stolen.
1: Robbed, stolen. And then it's,
0: it's gone.
1: It's gone forever. I think
0: that's what people don't say about, you know, um, data theft is that... Um, not only you know does somebody else have it but you don't have data anymore
1: Right. it's all gone it's yeah. <laughs> all gone so like you have to make up that data that you lost with new right. data it's, yep. it's it's just it, it's a lot of time and effort so what would happen is we would make a uh, we would make a revision to our entry perfectly normal and then i would save it mm-hmm. exit the app quit the app close the app
0: shut my computer of course out obviously as
1: you sh- as you're supposed to every time and yes. then joe would be like you know what i don't think we should i don't think we did that right let's clarify it so i would boot the computer mm-hmm. back up mm-hmm. load the pro- wait for it blo- wait yeah load the program back well up. it
0: takes i mean because it's sleeping and right and, yeah
1: we log in again and fired up and wikipedia i guess found all this logging in and out so suspicious all these entries they yeah a lot of our account so unfortunately guys this week's wikipedia entry is not as meaty or as uh, uh, tells a story as much as we would like it. But that's because we had to, we had to write it from one of our burner accounts.
0: Right. And we did not want Mr. Wikipedia on our scent, So yeah. we wrote it in a totally different way. What we had to do is kind of take on these different characters, two men, uh, Bill and rich. Uh, we came up with the whole backstory for them, but they are these guys, both in bowling shirts, you know, at home writing a TV guide kind of, you know, what, what is the lowest possible rent uh, episode description that we could come up with? And we're yelling at it. We're, we're, you know, we're yelling about our wives and we're, you know, uh, we really got, got into these characters. We
1: really did. We did not want Mr. Wikipedia to know it was us. And we knew that if we wrote as we, as we usually do, that they would flag us right away. And like you say, we even, I mean, we we even got out of our houses. We we rented a, another house mm-hmm. across town, mm-hmm. and we we hold up in there for a couple of days to just get into character. So we yeah,
0: you fight. got really deep into rich. It really, you did. got in some trouble.
1: I really did. Rich, rich doesn't really play by the rules, like he, and not in like a criminal sense, but more of just a societal sense of just like, uh, what do you mean I got to wear shoes in this McDonald's? Like, uh-huh. there's there's no actual right. law that says you have to wear shoes in McDonald's. It's a sign on the door. Mm-hmm. All right, it's not enforced by anybody. Like whatever. So like that's who Rich was. Rich was that guy. Rich was talks too loud yeah. in movie theaters. And I just loud. really
0: wanted pancakes so bad. Oh, <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> uh, that's yeah. Rich Rich is n- Rich is like all the worst parts of myself like just Mm. Uh, personified yeah so so rich sat down this week and he wrote uh, uh, rich and bill wrote the wikipedia entry for the cop now the cop premiered november 18th 1986 police detective joe peters has been framed of taking bribes and murdering offense and he was believed and he was to be believed in the death of another cop, Harry Landers. When the subject came about, it is revealed that one of the other police officers of Atlanta <laughs> was more involved than they should have been. So as you can see... Yeah, that, I mean, that,
0: that is just...
1: It, that's not us. No. The cop in this episode that gets accused of this... um, he seems like he kind of has a history of this kind of stuff. Cause everybody is like kind of going with it and assuming that this is the guy who did it. Um, he's played by a, a pretty, a fairly famous actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, his name is Hector Alonzo. Yeah. Uh, a lot, he, Ch-
0: Chicago hope,
1: Chicago hope Hector Alonzo plays the hotel manager and pretty woman. Uh, so he plays, he plays the de- police detective, Joe Peters.
0: Yeah. The, Episode opens on Detective Peters, and he is with a squad of other cops in windbreakers
1: doing a raid. And,
0: and they're they're coming they're coming into a, they're down by the docks at, of Atlanta, and they're um,
1: <laughs> the Atlanta docks.
0: Atlanta docks coming in, guns drawn, kicking down doors, banging doors down. They go to there's there's apparently a shipment that's supposed to be there it's not there they go in the office uh and kind of a knowing look from uh you know this this criminal he got a tip yeah he was tipped off that they were coming and and the illegal shipment of i assume uh men's men's clothing absolutely uh, a regular well, a regular well, men's jeans
1: well it was, the, it was the men's warehouse that they busted into yeah. <laughs> So they read they right. the warehouse for uh-huh. the jeans and the illegal suit jackets. Uh-huh. Yep. And he moved them all because he got a tip. He got a tip. You know how hard it is to empty an entire warehouse.
0: Yeah. You know. It's a lot of
1: work. <laughs> it's a lot of work.
0: Um,
1: it's, it's and dry yeah. Dry.
0: And I, I do know, I mean, I I've had to move the, you know, Matlock archives yeah. several times.
1: Where do you have, where do you have the Matlock archive stored right now? I mean, they're, have,
0: yeah, they are at a, a public storage right now, um, and they're going to be on Storage Wars pretty soon. Um, Ooh, because well, I, you got
1: to pay that bill, or they won't. They, you got to pay the bill, or they're going to show well, I'm up. Plan, I'm
0: <laughs> planning. on bidding on it.
1: <laughs> so you're not going to pay. You're not going to pay for the storage. <laughs> you're going to bid on your own stuff <laughs> later. That'll be fun. Well, I just want to show,
0: a- like, I want to prove to people how much I. I really know how much my stuff is worth.
1: I bet you'll get it. I bet you'll get the prices exactly right. (laughs) That'll be fun. I've also
0: put a safe in there. um, You know, that just to kind of like peak people's interest, you know, so the the price goes up.
1: (laughs) They'll be like they'll be going through your you know if say you don't win which you will of course but say you mm-hmm. don't and then they get in there and they're going to get all this matlock shit up <laughs> <laughs> and then they find this old-timey safe in the back and they're like hmm what's this <laughs> thing and then yeah. they take it they they call their guy their safe guy mm-hmm. he comes and says well this is a 1913 you know, Williamson safe. And they talk about that for a little bit. Right. How much do you think it's worth? And then the expert is always like, this is worth roughly $78 million. Like he always Mm -hmm. throws out the most wild number. And then that's what they think it's actually worth.
0: Right. And then the best part, Tony Mm -hmm. is they have to take their Matlock stuff to a Matlock expert. And that's me. And I tell them how much it's worth. Right. And and uh, I buy it from them. And it's you know, this is it's it's gonna bring us a lot of exposure.
1: Is this what fencing is? Are you being a fence (laughs) right now? Fencing, yeah. You're fencing your stuff. That's great. That's great. We better look out because uh, cops do not like fences and cops bust in on their warehouses and like, hey, where's the stuff? Mm -hmm. And it's empty because they got a hot tip you were coming. Well, Don't say that to a cop who's after you because man, that will throw him into a fiery rage and he'll leap across that table, maybe smack your butt smack your goon around a little bit. Police brutality. Yeah. Like this guy.
0: Yeah, he's the scariest cop. He's the cop with the leather jacket. And yep. I think we, that is the We all know the, what that means. Right. That's a that's a different kind of I've noticed some cops wear uniforms and some wear leather
1: jackets. Right. Right. Usually and, the yeah the leather jacket cops are always uh do you think don't you think they're a little cooler sometimes
0: oh definitely I mean I I think nothing you know just put a leather jacket on anybody it's it's already 10 times cooler
1: absolutely absolutely do you own a a leather jacket oh
0: yeah well I used to work at Wilson um in the in the airport uh there was a (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, Wilson's in the airport and, uh, yeah, I would, uh, you know, just, Hey, where you headed? Uh, you know, I had a whole sales pitch and, uh, once people get a smell of that fresh leather, they can't walk away.
1: Oh, you know, I know. Just, I can't resist it. The trick is
0: just getting them in the store.
1: Right, Once they're in, you got them. Once yep. you're, in, once they're in, you got them. That's great. That's great. Yeah. This, yeah, he's got a leather jacket. So, you know, he's different that, you know what I mean? He stands yeah. apart from yes. the rest of the kind of the boring, you know, but still, you know, we're still proud of you, boys in blue, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but you're not definitely not as cool as he is. Yeah. So, uh,
0: and he gets pulled away because he is like he is being very aggressive uh, towards this suspected
1: criminal. Right. Um, and everybody sees it. So his partner and his, and his captain, and all of them, they pull him off. They say, hey, you know, we, we didn't get him a night, but we'll get him again next time. You know, so he goes home. He goes home. And as he's going up to his house he gets jumped by a bunch of young punks.
0: Yeah. A couple which, of roughnecks.
1: Yeah. Which One guy up.
0: had his uh, sleeves rolled up.
1: What? <laughs> I, if I see somebody with their sleeves pulled up, I automatically cross the street. Right. I go to the other side. I, I
0: assume that they, uh, their, their leather jacket is on the back of their chair at home.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't know what's rolled up in those shirt sleeves. Yeah. It could be a pack of, 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 of tobacco cigarettes. Yeah. It could be a switchblade, something. Right, I don't know.
0: I believe that those were Atlanta greasers that beat him up.
1: The famous uh, Atlanta greaser gang, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hate rules and society.
0: You know what they love, though? What? Summer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do. They love summer because they can meet Hot Australian girls in the summertime. (laughs) Uh Invite them to come to their high school. Right. Where everybody is 45 years old. (laughs) It's a great time. But yeah, so basically, so the cast of Greece beats up Hector Alonso (laughs) and they steal his badge and they Mm. steal his gun, which don't do that don't ever take a cop's badge and gun right they don't like when you get near them or touch them or do Mm -hmm. anything like that that is a big no-no with cops uh as they've told me several times so yeah i uh i don't recommend it they take so they take his badge they take his gun they take off as these they're leaving though he like grabs one of them and he he like rips their pocket Mm. um and uh, like receipts and stuff fall out um so he gets uh, he gets a clue on who did it because there's this laundry receipt in this uh, young punk's pocket with right. Which is very responsible of them is that they're mm-hmm. taking their leather jackets to the laundromat and not <laughs> yeah. doing it at home.
0: Right. No, you do not you want to dry clean your leather jacket. You don't wanna throw that puppy in the, the washing machine.
1: No, not with your towels or anything like that. It's just gonna ruin it. You know and that was so, my
0: main thing when, when people were checking out at Wilson. I would say, hey, you're not, you don't want to put this baby in the washing machine.
1: I like, I always, I always liked that. You always like pulled them close to like, it was like a secret, like trade uh-huh. secret of leather jackets. Like, Hey, you want to put this baby in the washing machine. Like you'd be like, just warning them and then wink. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then as they would leave, they'd be like, that man told me not to wash it in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> like as if it was some big secret. Yeah. So right. they, he's got a clue on who just jumped him and robbed him. Cause he's got this, uh, uh, dry cleaning. Uh, receipt um so that's a that's a lead he's gonna follow up on he's gonna check it out yeah like what was that i
0: was mugged like what a crappy day we didn't get the we didn't get the shipment now great now i'm being mugged at my front doorstep
1: right what a horrible next i don't even know i don't even know so he's out there chasing them around and what happens while he's out doing that well the guy that he was after in the warehouse with the shipment he Mm. gets shot and killed
0: yeah, not, not looking good no. uh, because, you know, he was just really mad at him just earlier. And typically, that's how police work is done. They say, oh, uh, anybody mad at this person? Um, <laughs>
1: it's a good question, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's either they look at the family first, always look at the dad.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Or if there's like a shifty brother,
0: right? It's the right. It's the right. It rhymes. So it's like, look at the dad. Ask if someone's mad.
1: (laughs) Got a creepy brother, and it's probably the mother.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um. So yeah. So basically, he uh, the cop uh, Joe Peters gets uh, what? uh, No, no the
0: joe peters what are you that's that's <laughs> I lewd
1: <laughs> i knew this would happen joe,
0: I, I didn't peter or anything
1: no no i'm not talking about that joe the name of the character the cop uh-huh. in the show is is also joe okay well so your name is so i know I, I,
0: I know but i okay all right so, so weird. we're gonna have
1: to be careful
0: weird okay all right that's Should right I say the whole I... Name
1: when I say it or if I... no no
0: no 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 okay. no I'm just not so, used to I'm not used to this
1: no okay so basically right. uh, our detective Hector Alonzo he has been accused of shooting the fence um, and uh, so he needs Matlock's help. So Joe goes to see Matlock our hero Matlock finally appears and he is collecting eggs from his chicken.
0: That's right. Uh, Matlock is at home in his uh, hen house. Um, <laughs> uh, he's in his backyard. He has uh, got a basket, uh, you know, ready to collect some eggs. He's also feeding the chickens. And he is, uh, I didn't know this, Tony, uh, but you do say here chicky chicky when you feed chickens.
1: You do. You have to say, you have to, they won't give you the eggs if you don't. Right, the eggs if they don't. So you have to say here, chickie, chickie. Here, chickie, chickie. You have to put them in a basket. You can. There is no other right uh, uh, container uh, mm-hmm. for eggs to collect eggs in. It always has to be a basket. So
0: now this makes so much more sense because I know in previous episodes, Tony uh, Matlock loves cooking eggs, he um, and he loves cooking. A ton of eggs so i i finally feel like i understand he's got a bit of a problem at home he's got too much of because he had a lot of chickens he's got a heavy uh, egg output um and he's living alone uh and probably consistently eating a dozen eggs every single day
1: absolutely um, <laughs> absolutely it's what a lot of um skinny white kids with dreadlocks would call getting high on your own supply. Right. So <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what Matlock is really doing is he loves eggs. He loves big big huge heap and piles of eggs. So basically like he has his own kind of chicken farm in his backyard that all day, every day he has unlimited access to eggs, basically. right so.
0: Yep. And he gets a visit from uh detective peters Joe. uh what
1: oh no no De- detective peters name is joe what <laughs> no okay no the, so that the, the hector alonzo the actor he's playing detective joe peters
0: okay i don't know why you keep saying that oh, sorry peter sorry. anything
1: this is, this is gonna be a mess uh yeah he called me so so detective peters yes go- goes and sees Matlock and says, I need your help. I'm being accused of killing a guy. I didn't do it. Um, Matlock is a little, I mean, he's a little suspicious because he knows Detective Peters doesn't quite play by the rules. He's got a leather jacket. So that, you know what that means. You know, he's kind of a wild card. So he takes the case anyway because at heart he knows Detective Peters is a good cop. So Matlock gets his gang together. They start investigating. He's got Charlene on the case. Charlene. Hell yeah. Back uh, she's been kind of MIA the last few weeks, but she's back, uh, you know, doing her thing. She's, he's got Tyler investigating as well. Tyler, not a big fan of, of detective Peters. Detective no. Peters apparently has gotten a little rough with some of Tyler's friends in the past. So, you know, he's, he's, there's a little animosity. I don't quite know how Matlock is going to be able to pull all this off. So uh, there's lots of things that aren't going in Matlock's favor as far as solving this case. It, it looks like Detective Peters did it. Matlock's got the whole team helping out on the case. He's got Charlene. He's got Tyler. Even Detective Peters is like, let me help out however I can. Uh, Matlock's like, fine. You're so, this, this big laundry, you know, dry cleaning clue, which you won't shut up about. Yeah. Why don't you go look into that? So he's like, all right. So Tyler and Detective Peters, they do a stakeout on the dry cleaners where he got the ticket from, mm-hmm. the, the young uh, the, the cast member from Greece that robbed him. So right. uh, they're staking it out.
0: Yeah. In, in Tyler's bright red convertible. Great which,
1: stakeout
0: vehicle. <laughs> yeah. You can see the 360 uh, just around someone's entire head. Um, you can see everything.
1: Right. Right. You like you, I, but Tyler you, likes
0: to hide in plain sight. That's the right. whole thing. That's the thing. Like he's not right.
1: afraid. He wants to be. He wants you to know.
0: Because I've always thought that you know, you watch these other uh, you know so-called films where you have these uh, you know dicks sitting in their you know you know big cars uh, sixty feet away from a from a residence, um, you know like that's exactly the kind of car you're going to be looking for Uh, you know i look i look for it all the time when i when i open up my window and i say honey uh hasn't that buick been parked there for uh you know a few days and yeah you know i I think that's that's a stakeout car
1: absolutely really good at pointing
0: them out um but you know what i don't point at is the car blaring jazz (laughs) uh In a convertible, right in front of my house. I don't, right.
1: right. I that's, don't point
0: that one out because that no, would be crazy,
1: right? Police aren't going to do a stakeout in that kind of vehicle, doing that kind of thing. Like he always catches you by surprise by doing those kinds of things. Yeah. uh that maybe we need to look into that kind of vehicle next time we do one of our stakeouts.
0: Hmm. Well, I think like, it would be good at least to have the open air situation while we're um, cooking
1: a steak in the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steakums, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It would be good to have. Yeah. And it just, you know, my body odor as well. When I get adrenaline pumping in a steak out, um, I can't keep up with, I have a speed stick in there with me and I just can't keep up.
1: I very rarely see original speed stick, like, like, like the generic, like the non, like it just, it literally says original on it as if it's like classic, the classic potato chip.
0: I got them a lot. I got a ton of them. I won a contest in the nineties. And got a lifetime supply of speed stick.
1: It's great. You're and I thought
0: to... you know they'd give you one every week or every month, but <laughs> oh, no, they, they just drop <laughs> creates and creates of deodorant off at your, at you your need driveway.
1: It, you need it because anytime you feel the action coming, the blood, you know what I mean, where it's gonna get your. No, you, they've been useful. Yeah, you start you start loading up on that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Joe, we gotta go. He's getting away. And you're like, just. <laughs> Just under, you're lifting your shirt up and shoving it underneath your shirt. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it works out, though. I'm appreciative. Believe us. Believe me. Yeah. Anybody who's around you appreciates it. Um, <laughs> so doing a stakeout, checking out the dry cleaners. And guess who they see? Kanicki from the cast of Grease walk in <laughs> that jumped in. And then he's like, let's go get him. And we got ourselves a classic Matlock foot chase.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So they're chasing this guy through, through the dry cleaners
0: the the grease guy runs out of the dry cleaners and jumps does not open the passenger his his friend comes around the back with his car and he jumps completely through the window without even opening the door
1: like a perfect. Um, he doesn't touch the sides or nothing it's like a yeah. perfect jump through a passenger door window like it's open of course but like you know what i mean like he like it's like 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 smooth as silk he just leaves this thing yeah Uh, they
0: have have practiced this
1: i kind of want to try it i don't know what you're doing after uh the show if you like your car by i would love to try uh try a couple runs and jumping through the passenger
0: for sure i hope it's okay i usually have a lot of stuff in my (laughs) passenger seat um so i can't move it
1: i tell you what let's it probably won't be a problem because I think if you roll down the driver's side window too, I might just fly straight through. It's
0: true. You are a bit of a beam pole. You might just like arrow right through there.
1: Just sail right through it. I mean, it's gotta be easy. I watched this guy do it. I rewound it about 500 times last yeah,
0: night. Right.
1: Um, and I watched it over and over again. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to execute it with zero uh, problems whatsoever. Um, so yeah. I think that would be a fun thing to try. Cause it's such a cool looking thing. Like this His buddy pulls up. He's like, let's get out of here. And like you, he just dives straight through the passenger window. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. So they start to take off, but then boom, here comes detective Peters and he's going to stop them with his body. I'm going to get in front of this car. You're not going anywhere. But, uh, unfortunately these, uh, these greasers are, are so such low lives such scum of the earth they say uh uh-uh, uh we're gonna hit hit, they hit, hit the, this guy with our car and detective peters goes flying i would say i'm not exaggerating 20 feet in the air
1: uh to everyone listening at home i mean it, joe is not exaggerating they hit detective peters in the leg he, <laughs> in the leg and he goes airborne through the air mm. like a production of peter pan it's amazing he just just sails it's a be- yeah. it's amazing
0: crouching tiger hidden dragon uh, kind of situation
1: fighting, fighting in the tree style just floats <laughs> through the air <laughs> by, by getting hit by these greasers. it's outstanding and tyler comes running out like what that was crazy like yeah. like this is the kind of thing like if you ha- if this was when cell phones were around if you would have gotten a video of this, it would have <laughs> definitely have gone viral on the internet.
0: Right. And I think this was on um, some of those death tapes. Uh, oh, that were yeah. Floating around. <laughs> and t- I, t- I would always say, uh, guys, that's not actually, that's from Matlock. Where <laughs> we get all excited.
1: You know, because during a sleepover, you'd go over that one friend house, friend's house who had those tapes. Right and it was like let's watch these and you would be like i just kind of want to go to sleep
0: <laughs> wait <laughs> these are real actual people dying um why
1: i mean the the kids i mean you hate to get real ageist but the kids today don't know uh how good they have it having access to such a wide variety of terrible mm-hmm. things to watch whereas yeah. when you and i were growing up there was those three tapes yeah you know what? Hour and a half of just the most horrible things you could find. Right. Uh, and they're
0: uh, lucky just to have cell phones uh, to be able to call their parents and say, "I please pick me up. I'd like to go home. I really, whine. I don't know why I'm here."
1: <laughs> they're, they they keep rewinding. There's this monkey. He's getting electrocuted. It's very <laughs> disturbing. I don't want to watch this. Mom, please come get me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very disturbing. Uh, But yeah, so I, yeah, they included this in that. It's pretty outstanding. It's an amazing, uh, I mean, you hate to call a hit and run amazing, but.
0: It's a great action scene. And uh, so now Detective Peters is like is broken and uh, he still wants to proceed with the trial. He doesn't want to hold it back. He just wants to get it, get her done. He
1: wants to get her done. He wants to get his name cleared and go back to doing other cop stuff. Yeah. So he's not going to let this hold him back at all uh pretty pretty good setup in the hospital um i think he's got the he's got the leg elevated in the sling mm-hmm. the arm in the cast and he's got you um, he can
0: play a triangle in the middle there he's he's right? got a nice <laughs> it's,
1: it's a great setup it yeah. really is um i hope i hope to have an in- injury like that someday where i can have
0: I hope to visit you when you have the injury, and I hope to sit on the bed that it makes your one leg. (laughs) There's some kind of elaborate pulley system that throws the bedpan into your face or something. I mean, Um, yeah, I can't
1: wait for that to happen. Right for that to happen. Um, So yeah, Matt Locke's like, all right, I'll I'll keep going, I'll keep going. So one of the things that. Uh, one of the other things that Detective uh, Joe Peters has going against him is that they have apparently an eyewitness who says they he saw Detective Peters shoot uh, the warehouse spent. And-
0: Here we go again. The most unreliable witness on Matlock. Someone who thought they saw it. Right. Right. Excuse
1: me? Did you see <laughs> it or didn't you see it? What do you mean you thought you saw it? Right. I mean, that shouldn't be enough to accuse somebody of a crime. No. I think I see lots of things a and lot of times.
0: I There's a lot of court cases I could have testified on. And to be honest with you, Tony, there's some things I did see. And in retrospect, I probably should have testified because there are some bad dudes out there. But I, I didn't because I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to be, you know false witness
1: that's right you don't want to be a false witness also like as we've talked about on this podcast before perjury is about the worst crime you can commit
0: yeah big time
1: knowingly to lie on the stand after you place that hand on the old the old good book uh you know uh, and and tell to tell a lie on the stand is the worst thing you can do so if you're not 100 percent sure i say good for you for not testifying so he's talking to this but so he's talking to security guy and he's you know matlock this is the thing we talk a lot about the show we don't ever i mean i feel like in all the episodes we've done we still haven't really emphasized how amazing matlock is at his job like he's so good you guys like he's like the best at lawyering that you will ever see he has done research and Mm -hmm. he has done investigations into this witness before he put him down a stand like That's crazy to do all that homework before somebody even gets on there. He finds out that this security guard has a criminal record. Yeah. Guard has, has been in and out of jail before that.
0: 32 arrests.
1: 32 arrests. Joe, I've never done 32 things in my life. I can't think of a a single thing. I've done 32 times.
0: Well, you have tried 31 flavors at Baskin Robbins. So you're getting close.
1: Nope. (laughs) Okay. Nope. (laughs) They're always out. They're always out. I'm of the, sorry. The, the, the peach one. They're yeah, always
0: out. That's my favorite.
1: Uh, you're the one who's <laughs> always eating. So this guy's been in and out of jail. He shouldn't be a security guard. He shouldn't even be bonded. I what is, I don't know what that means, but Matlock said it a lot.
0: You did, he did, yeah.
1: He that's where
0: bonded. you just kind of let Matlock's expertise, and you just kind of let it whisk you away, and you don't ask a lot of questions.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, why, this is the thing. Like, Why would you even get up on that stand? To tell lies or to be, you know, false. If you knew Matlock was going to be standing in front of you, right? That crazy to me. That's that's
0: like, that's the thing about criminals, Tony, is that they always think that they're going to be smarter than Matlock, but
1: they're not. No, nope. they're not. Because this guy's one step ahead of everybody. He knows that this guy shouldn't have, is not a, a really reliable witness because yeah. he has a criminal record. He shouldn't be bonded. He shouldn't have been a security guard. Something is shady about him being there. In the first place, so kind of tears that kind of takes that away entirely out of this out of the scenario. Um, and you know what? After you've, you've done all that kind of lawyering, you get hungry, you get real hungry. Now, you had all your eggs in the morning, of course, from your chickens, but guess what, guys? It's lunchtime now, and oh, uh,
0: I love lunch at a courthouse,
1: I do too. <laughs> it's a fair place to go. <laughs> for lunch is to head over to my local courthouse and take part in their uh delicious and uh full variety concession stand and that's what matlock does for lunch he helps himself to a delicious hot dog
0: yeah this is the first hot dog appearance on matlock
1: mark it down mark Mark it it down
0: number one hot dog was the episode how appropriate the cop um it's it's we're we're starting a long, beautiful tradition of matlock eating hot dogs here.
1: Yep. This is great. I mean, and it's so like I feel like thematically it also works. Cause wouldn't you say that uh police detective Joe Peters is also a bit of a hot dog in general? Because he's I was,
0: yeah, of, he's bald on top yeah. and he's um
1: he has a relish colored leather jacket.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh matlock's getting some hot dogs he's getting uh something to eat for lunch but guess what he's not going to be eating alone because he's invited uh the police captain to come have a bite to eat with him and guys let me tell you this police captain he is so excited to go eat lunch with matlock why wouldn't you be
0: yeah free hot dog
1: free hot dog
0: (laughs) i mean that's like that's pretty cool
1: i like courthouse hot dog what is your what's your top three places to get a hot dog mine are the courthouse yeah. Like the ones outside of hardware stores.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: And a third place that I can't think of right now.
0: Oh, well, third place is easy, Tony. <laughs> That's at a baseball game.
1: <laughs> I forgot America's pastime.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know that when um, when I was uh, going to court often as a little boy, when um, my parents were both uh, in court about their alimonies, um and how much arguing about how much child support each of them would have to pay because i wasn't living with either of them um those courthouse hot dogs are uh were a real um you know touchstone for me Absolutely. Uh, they're, they're reliable they're always there uh they're always lukewarm um and just ready to eat uh and oh i enjoy them
1: they're very good. Uh, I don't you know if you noticed, Matlock likes to load his hot dog up with all the all the the dressing, so to speak. You know, like yeah,
0: special. there's a lot of options at that yeah. place of what you could put on your hot dog. And absolutely, uh, I think you put on possibly two pounds of condiments.
1: Right, right. Now, do you think it's one of those hot dog places that like charges you by? like the weight, like how much it weighs when it's done. (laughs) Like some of those yogurt. I know there's some yogurt places that kind of do that. Yeah. uh, like Yogurt is like a dollar, but like after all the stuff you put on it.
0: Well, if anything, I think Matlock is the reason that that system exists.
1: Probably probably. takes advantage, I think a little bit. Right. Yep. uh, Of putting there like, sir, this is way too much relish. You've used the whole thing. I I have to charge you more than a dollar fifty for your hot dog, you
0: know. So. Right, and uh, it's it's so delightful to watch Andy Griffith eat a hot dog throughout this scene. Um, he really crams it in there. He from from the police captain, uh, he's basically telling him, look, you know, that guy in the stand, the guy that was arrested thirty two times, uh, but not really even charged that many times. I believe he's an informant, and I think you have a leak. You, you got a leakage problem here in your uh, police force. So the captain's like, oh, boy, what are you doing to me here? Uh,
1: uh. <laughs> you, you really put me in a no spot here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we can only imagine that he, he goes off into his own apartment and has kind of a, a moment directly to camera, uh, much like Woody Allen trying to figure out what to do
1: because Matt Lock has taught has asked him you know can you help me out with this scenario oh I, gee i don't know what, is, <laughs> what should i do what do you mean you're a beautiful intelligent lawyer what are you talking about
0: uh that's the kind of position he, he puts him in a real woody allen scenario um and not the one you're thinking about but uh
1: He's put in a position. Matlock doesn't really have a lot to go on without this cop helping him. He needs to know who the leak in the department is so he can kind of trace all that back and figure out who killed out the warehouse fence and clear uh, Joe's name.
0: Yeah. The captain is a really tough decision uh, to make and we will find out what he decides to do. But first we need to take a break and hear from our sponsor.
1: I don't know about you, Joe, but I'm getting pretty excited for the Mat- Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2020. I've been—I mean, it's—I cannot wait. I don't know about—it's all I can think about. You know, I can't get any work done. I can't get any sleep. It's I'm true. just thinking about all this fun we're gonna have on the cruise, and I just can't—I just wish I was there right now. I just wish I was there right now. We're gonna have so many fun things. You know, I had an idea too. I thought maybe you could bring. Um, not all of it obviously but if you don't mind getting some out of the storage unit i think it'd be fun to show off some of all the cool matlock memorabilia that you've collected over the years
0: yeah well i'd love to it's you know it's it's dead bolted right now uh, about to be in storage wars <laughs> but,
1: um, <laughs> well hopefully they get down there quick cuz we the clock's ticking the cruise is is, is coming up soon yeah
0: maybe I'll, you know maybe we can get dave from s- storage wars and uh, give us a, a hey now
1: and his favorite catchphrase, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Maybe he can come down, he can get it unlocked for you. And get it. Well, if you can't get the Matlock memorabilia, I know you're a big collector. I just want to give, I want to give our fans that are going to come on the cruise something, mm-hmm. you know, something different, something wild, something they've never seen before. You collect a lot of, you're like a big collector guy. Um, oh yeah collect a lot of different things um kind of like those American picker guys um
0: <laughs> yeah if we need to yeah I got a lot of uh <laughs> neon signs and
1: <laughs> you got old tin-
0: gas gas station signs yeah a <laughs> a tin t-
1: a lot of tin things perfect broken. for
0: the man cave
1: <laughs> Broke.
0: yeah nothing like oh, it- bringing some trash.
1: <laughs> and every time you show me what you found you're always picking it up and you say it, you're like, it's perfect for the man cave like you say right. it after everything <laughs> you've got weird stuff too like uh old jewelry and like old mm-hmm. what are those you have those oh, i know you, you could you should bring that ancient that set of ancient uh priceless amulets that oh
0: you yeah that's a great thing uh yeah, to put in my roller so, my roller bag.
1: those are so Cool. Load them up because I think everybody is going to want to see them. And mm-hmm. since you like priceless kind of like treasure type stuff, you know mm-hmm. who else? Uh, I don't know if I told you, Hurricane Spencer, the the uh, the guy who's gonna who has arranged for some of our excursions. Of course. He actually uh, has come into an actual official position onto the cruise ship. He has been made the new cruise director. This guy has all kinds of cool ideas. He's got lots of uh-huh. neat connections all around the world we're doing this treasure hunt, uh, for the pirate treasure. Uh, and so like the cruise line was like, Hey, let's get this guy on board because he's, he can offer something to our passengers that no other cruise line can. Um, so he's the new cruise director. So absolutely. I think you should bring those amulets because he would love to see them. Oh and yeah. That's maybe, maybe he can even tell you where some of them are from. I don't know. Um, he's I'd got, love he's got to, to help- talk
0: about yeah my amulets with, with anybody.
1: Right, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, I mean, he's gonna love him. I think uh, he is gonna be a lot busier now though because he's the entire ship's cruise director. So he's got to arrange excursions and, and and activities and all that stuff for everybody on the boat. Um, he's still, I mean, he'll have help. The old cruise director, Angela, uh, hmm. she, she she's she's still. I mean, she's not hit the the lead, but she's like his assistant. She's like, yeah. his, she's not super happy about it. It um, was
0: time. Uh, she wasn't really working out. She was saying I mean, no, no to a lot of yeah. what we were
1: wanting. <laughs> it was a lot of hard no's from her. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad we got a friend on board now uh with us, hurricane. He can uh really I think he's gonna I think I cannot wait for you guys to experience mm-hmm. the things he's got. Um get this. Like, this is how outside of the box this guy thinks. He found I don't know where he found it. Again, this guy's pipe plugged in. He's he's a fortune hunter. He's got he's plugged in all over the world. He found an old uh uh tomb, an Egyptian tomb that Mm. has a mummy in it. In the
0: Caribbean?
1: Yeah, he found it in the Caribbean and he needs to get it home and this works out for him because he can just bring it onto the cruise ship. So
0: Oh okay. (laughs)
1: It's, it's, i mean it works out for everybody because we get to see the mummy this this cool old mummy and he gets to take it back to his offices to sell it or storage war it or American picker it whatever he does uh with this ancient tomb i don't know enough about he gave me the name of it though I don't know enough about it though uh i get, i should have done some research here i tell you what let me boot up my uh encyclopedia uh cd-rom i have the old Microsoft encarta oh address. let me let me boot that let me
0: well, it's one of the quicker ones out there, so yeah, we don't have to wait exactly. too long. Exactly.
1: I mean, I don't remember. You guys all used. It. Oh, I can before. hear
0: your computer processing.
1: <laughs> it's just really humming. Uh, the disk tray, I'm having trouble getting the tray yeah. to go back in. I'm just gonna- well. Yeah, it, so- it doesn't
0: seem to quite want to come out. It seems almost timid around you.
1: <laughs> Let me pull it. There we go. All right. So it's loading. It's loading. It's okay. loading. Man, this was like the most. I did so many school reports based off of. Microsoft Encarta's information. Okay, here we go. So let me type in the name. So the name of the Egyptian high priest mummy that he... It's okay, it's Imhotep. Im, Imhotep. 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 Imhotep was a high priest, and he apparently stole some of the pharaoh's treasure to use in a dark magic ritual hmm. to bring back his dead lover, Princess Anekala. Huh. And apparently the treasure included the Pharaoh's jewels, some gold, and some weird, some amulets. That's awesome. Cool. This angered the Pharaoh, and apparently he ordered Imhotep to be tortured, mummified, and buried alive. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before he was buried and mummified, Imhotep swore revenge against the living. Wow. (laughs) Nice. That's That's nuts. Uh, They got pictures of everybody here, though. uh, They What's weird is that the, so Imhotep's dead lover, the one he was trying to resurrect from the dead, uh, Princess uh, Anecola, she looks a lot like former cruise director, Princess, or Angela. That's weird, like she's like oh. a dead ringer. She's like a dead ringer. Oh yeah,
0: oh wow. That's
1: crazy. That's huh, crazy. They even so have the same
0: they're... like kind of eyeliner thing. Going yeah, yeah.
1: It's really, it's, it's really, mm. it's really uh, bizarre and almost uncanny mm. how much she looks like the exact replica of this person. I wonder if it's like an ancestor or something. Huh. Oh well. So this is going to be fun. We're going to have yeah. uh, a cursed mummy uh, on board. Uh, you're going to bring your amulets. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, Hurricane Spencer will be able to answer some questions about them. And uh, the, we have the cruise director who looks exactly like. The mummy's old lover, I'm sure this is gonna go great. And then no I can't problems wait, whatsoever. I, I can't wait to, I, I can't
0: wait for this cruise. I can't wait to get some shots, you know, some uh, with the mummy and wearing all my amulets like a you Mr. As right, I
1: was just gonna say, you should put the amulet right on the mummy. I right.
0: what Well, I was thinking, yeah, put the amulet on the mummy and then also like a, a cocktail in this hand, you know, oh, like we're having a good fun. time, yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe uh, Big straw hat. about one of those like lays we'll put like around his neck oh yeah Uh hilarious
0: yeah it's gonna be great
1: with him and send it to all my friends and family guys you're not gonna want to miss this cruise it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome and i'm sure nothing bad is gonna happen when joel gets his amulets near the mummy and i'm sure nothing will wake it up or chase us around or do anything Mm -hmm. like that and that will have nothing to do because we'll be in the middle of the ocean i'm sure everything is going to go absolutely fine so book your tickets Give me a call i'll get, send you guys my phone number and you can call me and i'll get you the tickets yeah um,
0: it'll, it'll, to you, Right.
1: Uh, pay by cod it's fine we do cod here at oh um, yeah unlocking we can lock.
0: handle cod at our offices no problem
1: so give me a call right away You're i mean that want-
0: used to be a really big problem we just could not handle it coming in that way
1: we figured it out. We, we fixed the glitch. It's fine now. It's fine now. Uh, get us those CODs. We'll get you your rooms booked. We'll get your excursions booked. You're going to want to get your picture next to next to the mummy and the amulets and the, the woman who looks like the mummy's dead princess. Mm-hmm. It's, I, you're going to want to be real up close for it. And Guys,
0: plenty of unlocking Matlock uh, wow. fun as Absolutely. well.
1: Absolutely. Guys, you are not going to want to miss it. Uh, book your tickets today for the Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2020.
0: Our sponsor just keeps adding more and more incentives uh, to what's already an amazing product and it's so incredible.
1: I love it. I love I love products. I love hearing about products. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love thinking about them. I we're so lucky to have such wonderful sponsors on the show.
0: Yep. We come back to Matlock. He's out of the courtroom again, and he is back at the food court. Um, of the courthouse.
1: Boy, this food court is busier than one at like a shopping mall. That's right. I mean, Matlock can't stay out of it, you know? And he's been in there so much that he's actually run out of cash and he's hitting up his daughter, Charlene. He's like, Hey, can you spot me a five? (laughs) And she's like, Is this for hot dogs? And he's like, No. Yeah.
0: He says he lost his wallet or he left his wallet in his other suit. And I mean, come on. He he'd yeah. spent all of his money today on hot dogs. I mean, we have no idea what's going on, how deep this hole is.
1: Right. How, how, much, how much do you think you could spend today day on hot dogs?
0: Well, I guess like we talked about before, you know, where the good places are to get hot dogs. So if I'm going to get them from places I like, I guess I'm spending a lot of money on court fees that day. You know, we're, we're talking a couple grand. I'm going over to Home Depot I'm getting some some supplies there, uh, so it's another couple hundred bucks. And I'm going to a baseball game, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's
1: a full day. Yeah, it's a full day of hot dog eating. Right. Uh, do you think? I'm sure we'll get into this in later episodes. But do you think that Matlock would be since he loves hot dogs so much? Do you think Matlock could be a contender on that Fourth of July hot dog eating competition that they do every year? Do you think? I he, I think be a- of.
0: I think Tony, of course he could if he wanted to. But I, I think the thing about Matt is that you know he understands that every moment is precious and you don't waste something like a hot dog. Um, you don't sure. you don't put your bun in water.
1: <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it is disturbing. Every year on the fourth of July, I tune in <laughs> and see what is clearly easily the most disturbing thing I've ever seen, which is men and women <laughs> dipping. i
0: I feel like that shouldn't count i feel like they missed a really good opportunity to say i don't know that's kind of not technically like you're eating a hot dog at that point
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's very disturbing but they let it
0: slide and now it's i mean when you get practice it's like oh, of course have a cup of water beside you
1: yeah i mean you figure you think about back in the days when people never called Michael Jordan for like fouling. And you know what I mean? These kinds of infractions that most other players would get when you get a star superstar athlete, like uh, everybody, the world, the most famous athlete in the world, uh, Kobayashi um, (laughs) shoving those hot dogs. (laughs) I mean, when you see the artistry and the wizardry that Mm -hmm. that man can do, you let him get away with whatever you want, get wet, those hot dogs, do whatever you do to get 38 hot dogs in your mouth and, 30 seconds
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to the espn's documentary last wiener um
1: it's gonna be great it's gonna be great i you know what he also does not like uh that player from the pistons he does (laughs) He hates, <laughs> he, hates he hates
0: Isaiah Thomas as he well. He, yeah. Kobayashi
1: also hates Isaiah yeah. Thomas. He,
0: be... Yeah, it's kind of it's weird. It's a weird story because he actually, when they were putting the Dream Team together, did uh, also call in and say, any way we can keep Isaiah off the team be great.
1: <laughs> but they put Kobayashi on the Dream Team. Yeah, <laughs> that he, was... he doesn't play basketball. Like, And he's You're not... Right. It's just very... <laughs> that was a big
0: that was a big mistake but luckily it would have been you know the biggest story had they not been so good but exactly
1: uh, exactly and like yeah. i was always so envious of my friends that summer who had the dream team shirt and had all my favorites and then there was kobayashi right up in the corner on <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dream team it was it was a right. great time With in this cup country. of water yep it was a great time in this country it's a great time in the world of, mm-hmm. for 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 really great athletes
0: yeah um, so yeah i mean matlock could eat as many hot dogs as he wants but here he is and he's putting on a lot of toppings and gets you know a lot of judgment from uh the purveyor
1: mind your business buddy you know what yeah. I mean? like i know what? it's your business and you are minding it but like mm-hmm. maybe don't judge me if i'm you know who cares yeah i've been and relish and and but yeah, Matlock's loading it up, and the dude is, is kind of giving him a side eye, which, whatever, Matlock's yeah, he's been through this before, obviously, so he kind of right. just rolls with it. Um, that and then police captain comes up to him and hands slips him a note, you know, this 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 uh, you know, lifetime detective who's made a decision and obviously made the right decision to uh, kind of give Matlock the information he needs uh, mm-hmm. in order to clear Detective Joe Peter's name. Um, He ends up giving him the name of another captain within the department. And this captain is the one who is leaking information uh, to the bad guys. And he is the one and he's getting kind of sloppy about it because I'm pretty sure Joe Peters, Detective Joe Peters, was going to bust him at any second. So anytime anybody who's going to ruin the the crime you're doing, the only thing you can do is set him up for another crime or frame him for the crime that you're doing. And that's it's exactly perfect. what the captain does. Exactly, Matlock confronts the dirty cop. He subpoenas him. He gets him in court. Gets gets the dirty cop on the stand. Uh, you know, says that makes up all these lies about about Detective Joe Peters that he's corrupt and he's doing us. And Matlock's again, like like the like the ninja that he is. is just like blocking mm-hmm. all of this and kind of shutting him down. I mean, like I say, the best person to have on your side in the scenario is is Matlock. The one thing that's kind of preventing Matlock from really sealing the deal, closing the book on this creep, is that he still doesn't know where Detective Peter's badge is. That's the thing that's missing. They got the gun. The gun was recovered. The gun is what's implicating Detective Peter's in the crime. But he doesn't know where the badge is. Someone has the badge. I don't have the badge. Joe, do you have the badge?
0: I most certainly do not
1: maybe we should do that could probably that now detective badges i bet those fetch a pretty penny on the old storage wars and the old american pickers
0: oh for sure and they'll they'll find uh plenty of my deputy badges you know over the years in my storage bin
1: stacks stacks of badges stacks your yeah. new detective badges matlock finds the badge in the possession of the one of the greasers that yeah. rolled Detective Peters at the beginning, <laughs> and I hate to get street with you guys. I know that was pretty street level. Time, that
0: was. I felt
1: it got a he little rough. That? And they, they recover the badge from the from the kid who um, robbed Detective Peters at the beginning of the episode. He had the badge the whole time. Matlock kind of uses the leverage he has against the kid to make him work for him. He makes the kid do a switcheroo on the crooked cop's badge and he steals his badge and he replaces it with detective peter's badge
0: right so yeah donnie the greaser gets in touch with the captain they have a short meeting you know donnie does the classic uh i'm gonna push you but i'm really uh uh, pickpocketing you you know that's the pickpocket he always needs to get physical it seems uh to, to to actually do the switcheroo
1: it's like an integral part of pickpocketing. I've mm-hmm. never been very good at pickpocketing. I always get mm-hmm. caught.
0: I've been told I'm like perfect, the perfect mark oh, for pickpocket so a-
1: pickpocketed <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I say
0: right. <laughs> you um,
1: wear well you do. <laughs> you wear you got your wallet in your shirt pocket. You got the fanny yeah. pack on the outside of your clothes.
0: <laughs> That's right. I wear my money belt. Um
1: as an I, actual belt. Well,
0: I kind of like hanging on the back of my hat like a raccoon tail um
1: <laughs> either that or it's slung over your shoulder like a wrestler championship belt
0: that's right walking
1: around <laughs> yeah. with your belt just exposed to everybody uh-huh. uh and then yeah the, they they there's a the police usually get mad at you when I gotta- well
0: because yeah and i'm always asking people hey could you sorry could you hold this for a second or um
1: gotten fooled by the Walsh inspectors a few right. times before yeah <laughs> um but yeah so he does so they have this meeting and, and during the meeting donnie does uh the old switcheroo he, he switches the badges so when in court cut to back in court matlock's like hey let me see your badge you know because mm. when you're on the stand you you have to do anything that that matlock tells you he's like hey man let me see your badge so he pulls a badge out and he shows it, he's like this isn't your badge this is Detective Peter's badge, and immediately it's like case. The case is closed. Case closed. He case did closed. it. He yep. did it. He did it. He has his badge. He did it. Like that's it. Everything. Well, gets why down.
0: else would that make sense, Tony? I, I mean, it's I just it's, it's 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 totally sealed, and and Donnie's there too mm-hmm. um, for the extra support. Absolutely. Matt Luck just explains what happened, and um, unfortunately, this is still. A court case in this country where right there they can't just say, okay, Matlock, you clearly solved it. And the judge can't just be like, you know, uh, this is over. Everybody go home. They have to, you know, toss it over to the jury.
1: Our good friends, the jury, always there to be helpful, never any burden whatsoever. Uh.
0: These, These human stooges uh sitting there who answered a letter to to show up to a place who are ruled by their mail system and will work for literally pennies and they're going to decide if matlock's right or not so they're in this back room deliberating um you know drinking this coffee i mean what are the, what's even going on back there who
1: knows they're probably back there uh not talking about the case not allowed to talk to each other about the case right so they're back there just chit-chatting about their, wasting everybody's time yeah we got a professional uh lawyer out in front matlock basically doing all the legwork doing all all the all the hard work and meanwhile these jurors are back there throwing pencils in the tiled ceilings <laughs> right. and then, you know uh you know, doodling on notepads yeah
0: just, just wasting the, time.
1: time, and for them to just trudge out and be like, "We think he's we we find him not guilty," <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, thank you, jury. Yeah, thank you for coming to this conclusion."
0: Right, and all twelve of them then get to go home, and they'll realize, "Wow, that was the best thing that ever happened to me." Watching Matt Locke crack that case right in front of me live it, time.
1: Right, it's like watching. A great composer orchestrator. yeah a
0: great composer get someone off for murder
1: <laughs> right, exactly exactly
0: and uh yeah so they agree not guilty uh detective peters is free to go, free to uh, go. He all sh- the
1: all the cops are happy to see him yeah you yep. did it you're free to go and they share a look i don't know if you noticed it joe of course you mm. noticed it. they share a look with matlock and it's a look of respect it's a look of recognition Mm -hmm. and i think it's a look that tells everybody that cops are here to help each other out to help you out you know the cops are here to make sure that rules get followed and that uh, nothing bad ever happens and if something bad does happen you can always trust a cop to take care of it take their
0: word for it right Tony, like we do on every episode of uh, Unlocking Matlock, uh, we have the Don Knotts watch. Now, uh, Tony, was Don Knotts in this episode?
1: Don Knotts was not in this episode.
0: All right. Uh, Thank you, Tony, for that Don Knotts watch. Uh, He was not in this episode. Hopefully he will be very soon i'm missing him
1: can't wait can't wait to see the the dn the dn can't wait to see him
0: that's right yeah slide right into that dn <laughs>
1: <laughs> D- <laughs> don that's gonna slide into your dns sooner or later <laughs> right. on unlocking matlock
0: yeah well tony what a thrilling episode it was a bit this like this is great yeah it's a bit like serpico Ooh,
1: serpico's good yeah uh, uh, Donnie Brasco.
0: That's right. It was a lot like Donnie Brasco. Um, yeah. It was, it was cool. I liked the leather jackets. Yeah. That's um, my
1: favorite
0: part. It was a real message here in this story about standing by your friends. And I, I think for me, it's a good lesson for me. And you know, you're kind of facing some abuse this week on the line and i kind of piled on there and uh
1: (laughs) absolutely i appreciate
0: it i just want to say sorry about that it's okay i I shouldn't have called you a chicken head
1: it's okay it's okay i appreciate the apology uh i think we all learned a lot from the experience (laughs) yeah I should know better than to, you know, comment "Happy Birthday" on your Facebook page, <laughs> <laughs> and then just—I—I I, I guess I just didn't think about the backlash I would receive mm. from that. So, I do—I do apologize as well. I learned a lot about hot dogs. I don't know about you, like, yeah, this, this was a huge hot dog episode for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to get when when I'm done. I can get home and 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 just cook up some hot dogs and just. Eat hot dogs, all, stay up all oh, night.
0: Oh, you don't hot have dogs. to cook them, Tony. <laughs> A little secret, buddy. You don't got to cook them.
1: What? That's, that's amazing. They're
0: <laughs> already cooked. They're safe to eat right out the bag.
1: I want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode of Unlocking Matlock. I hope you'll join us again um, very soon, and we hope to see you all very soon. If you liked what you heard, Mm. uh you could rate us uh you could subscribe you could send us hot dogs you could do any of those things and yeah we'd be very appreciative or send the um, show
0: to your friends you know all the other matlock fans that you know yeah.
1: anybody who likes listening to matlock to hearing about matlock send send the podcast over to them anybody who likes hearing about hot dogs send that over to them and just uh anybody who who, who you think would like the show send it off to them uh we have an instagram as well if you wanted to see super cool pictures of joe and i on vacation and uh having beautiful huge thanksgiving meals right and out uh, at the
0: conventions Um, yeah
1: absolutely absolutely check that out it is uh at unlocking matlock um check all that out guys thank you uh so much for listening once again
0: yeah this has been unlocking matlock goodbye
1: see you later